championship belongs to the Los Angeles Lakers. Hello, Lakers Nation. Welcome back. Special episode today. We're joined by Lakers rookie Austin Reeves. Austin, or should I say HBK. Welcome in. I appreciate you for having me. Uh, I just want to say thanks again. So, Austin, let's start from the beginning here. I want to get into a little bit about where things are with the team currently. But first, I think it's important that we understand the context of what you went through in order to get to where you're at at this point. It's my understanding that during the draft this past year, you had the opportunity to be drafted, to be drafted in the second round, and you turned that down in order to join the Lakers right after the draft finished up. Can you talk a little bit about that and what led to that decision? Yeah, we knew uh, going into the draft that the Lakers had an interest, uh, not so much of like what it was or what the what the deal was, two-way or whatever, uh, which that's what it ended up being. But um, we had a couple opportunities in the second round to, to get named, have my name called on draft night, which would have been cool. But um, at the end of the day, it was all about fit, uh, about somewhere that I could go and, and be myself and have a good opportunity to, to make an impact. So uh, my agents did a really good job um, on their end of uh, mapping out um, teams that, that they thought was a good fit and uh, I had a good opportunity to go in and, and um, really, I mean, make an impact. Uh, so yeah, draft night was a little frustrating, but I had opportunities in, in the second round, the forties, fifties to, to get picked, but um, I wasn't really just about hearing my name called. I really uh, wanted to go somewhere that uh, we thought it would be a good fit for me. Obviously, that's proven to be a smart choice that you made. Look how quickly you've risen up on this team. You were on a two-way contract. And then the Lakers, we had heard at the time that they were probably only going to sign 14 players. So we thought at the moment that when you eventually got brought up to the full-time roster, that that was probably going to be the last roster spot that, that the team had. And then eventually they signed Avery Bradley. They brought him in. But what was that like when you found out that you were getting that full-time roster spot there, promoting you from the two-way contract. And what led to that occurring? We've heard you had a really strong showing at minicamp in Las Vegas. Is that is that how things went down? Uh, yeah, I mean, we didn't even really play a lot um, at the minicamp. We did a, a couple little two-on-two, three-on-three drills. We never really played five-on-five, but uh, it was a it was an opportunity to go down there, meet the guys, uh, get to know them, uh, hang out, go to dinners, and things like that. Um, and really just, I mean, have a good time and learn each other. And then uh, I think it was a Saturday that, uh, no, it was a Sunday. We was coming back on a Sunday, and Saturday night, uh, one of my agents called me and said we needed to get on a uh, a Zoom with, with Rob the, the next day on Sunday. And me, I was just thinking, like, oh, I wonder what that could be. Uh, I wasn't really thinking too much in depth about it. Uh, and then that's when we got the news that, that I was uh, getting that 14 contract spot. And it was, I mean, to say the least, it was well, I mean, one of the best days of my life. And from there, you very quickly progressed into full rotation minutes with, with the Lakers. Um, recently, you dealt with a hamstring injury. How difficult was that to go through? Head coach Frank Vogel made some comments about uh, as you were in the recovery process, about if it was up to you, you would already be back out on the floor, but the medical staff was was kind of holding you back a little bit because of how tricky hamstring injuries can be. 
Um, what was that like, like for you, once you had all this momentum going, you were developing a big role in the team and then to get hit by that injury? Uh, it was hard, but I mean, injuries are, I mean, it's sports, um, uh, injuries happen and you got to deal with them accordingly. And, um, you got to deal with them the right way. Uh, my way was probably not the right way. I wanted to say, screw it, and just jump back out there and start playing. So the staff get, did a good job of really getting me back to full strength uh, to a point where I feel 100% normal again. Um, but, I mean, having the momentum going into that, I mean, it, it was – I mean, it, it sucks, uh, to say the least. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. It's sports and, and injuries happen. And now here you are, and you had a strong performance against the Oklahoma City Thunder the other night. And afterwards, Frank Vogel had a comment. He said, that's the performance I was looking for from him to have confidence that he's back from his injury and to continue to give him a bigger role. And then lo and behold, last night against Orlando Magic, you got 25 minutes. You had more minutes than anybody else off the bench. You played more minutes than one of the starters. You got more minutes than Dwight Howard. What is it that, that you feel like you've done? Give me your assessment of what you've done to earn that, that trust from the coaching staff. This is a pretty rare spot to see a rookie in, to be getting minutes like you are. Yeah, I mean, uh, I would say the main thing is I go out and I, I give it 110%, uh, literally every possession. Uh, I'm not going to take possessions off. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to do what anyone tells me to do. If, if Brian tells me to do something, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do it. Uh, if Russ tells me, I mean, just same thing down the line. Like, uh, I'm here to learn. Um, around six Hall of Famers and then other guys that, I've been playing the game for a long time, so they've been around and seen a lot of things, and then the coaching staff as well has done the same thing. So uh, I'm here to learn, first of all, and then on top of that, just really just do whatever it takes to, to help the team be successful. Um, and I feel like that's why I've gained some of the most of the trust and, um, I mean, just keep moving forward. As of right now, you're 12th in the NBA in rookies' minutes per game for the moment. And of those 12 players, the only player ahead of you that's on a playoff team is Evan Mobley, which means a lot of the guys that are ahead of you in the rookie class are guys that are on teams that wouldn't be a playoff team today. They're in a rebuild, so they're able to give out minutes and not worry quite so much about winning or, or losing basketball games. Yet here you are, you've, you've gotten the trust of your teammates. You can see it on the floor where they send you the ball without any hesitation. Um, what is it that allowed you to adapt so quickly to this Lakers team, a veteran heavy team that had expectations coming into the season of contending for a championship. And here you are as a, as a key piece already. Yeah. I mean, I think the main thing is really just playing basketball the right way uh, and trying to make the right play hundred percent of the time. Uh, I mean, we've got so many guys out there that are uh, playmakers, um, shot makers, uh, and really just kind of uh, plug in and, and be that role piece that, um, can really kind of do a little bit of everything and uh, really compete on the defensive end, take charges, dive on the floor, whatever it takes. Uh, all those little things that that um, I mean, I, I mean, you got Braun taking charges. I think he might, he might be leading our team in charges, but uh, that's that's one that's once in a lifetime thing. Like uh, you get vets that don't do that kind of thing. So uh, just running around out there trying to trying to do those little things and trying to uh, really just make an impact. Because I mean. Uh, at this level, it comes down to one or two possessions most of the nights, and you can get extra possessions even if it's on the free throw line, tip, tipping out um, rebounds, and just getting that one or two extra possessions can really make a difference in the game. 
Is there anything right now in your game that you're really looking to improve upon or anything the coaching staff is asking you to focus on at the moment? Uh, the coaching staff is really just they keep preaching for me to be myself. Uh, I want to start shooting the catch and shoot a little better, but I mean, I know I can do that. Uh, it's just, um, I mean, it, it just takes time. Uh, I mean, coming off the injury of uh, my wind is, is, is finally getting back, but uh yeah, I mean, uh, everybody's really just keeping telling me to just keep doing what I'm doing. So let's talk a little bit about the Lakers and where they're at at the moment. Coming into the season, this was this team was the favorite to come out of the Western Conference and, and potentially win an NBA championship. This is a team with very high expectations around it. With that being the end goal, how do you feel about where the team sits at the moment? A few games above 500. There has been some criticism nationally about, you know, why isn't the team winning more and things like that? Frank Bogle has consistently said it's a process. How do you feel about where things are at right now? I mean, I feel good. I mean, of course, I mean, we would like to have won more games at this point and, um, and everything be good. But, I mean, uh, there's beauty in the struggle. Uh, and I feel like later in, later in the uh, season when um, we're 50 games in and we're going to look back and be like, oh, we, we kind of needed that. We needed uh, – a little rough patch to, I mean, really bring everybody together and figure a lot of things out. Um, and you don't even really want to be playing your best basketball right now anyway. Um, you want to peak, I mean, later in the year going into the playoffs and, and keep it rolling there. So uh, we feel good with where we're at, um, I mean, especially the last two games with how we played offensively and, I mean, uh, defensively uh, as well. So we just got to keep building on that. And, um, yeah, I mean, everything will work out. We've got a lot of talent and a lot of IQ. Do you guys pay much attention to the standings in terms of urgency? Is there a, hey, we really need to win this game to move up here? Or is it more of a long view right now within the team? Um, I mean, I would say uh, a little bit of both. Uh, you understand where, I mean, the standings are. But like standings right now don't really, I mean, they mean something, but not really. Uh, is I think we was like sixth in the, the West at um, 12 and 12, like three or four games ago. And when we played Memphis, we had a chance to be tied for the fourth uh, spot. So um, everybody's kind of in a bunch right now. It's just going to, um, when we make a little run, we'll, we'll start shooting up that standing. But right now, it's really about the long haul. So I want to finish up with, with this. We've heard from many young players in the NBA over decades that when they first come into the NBA, there tends to be that one player on their team that they that they really kind of latch on to and kind of shows them the ropes, teaches them how to be a professional and, and all that sort of stuff is their guy. I think back to, to Kobe Bryant. It was Byron Scott at the Lakers at the, on the Lakers at the time that had that guy. Do you have that guy on this this Lakers team? And what have you learned from the veterans on this squad? Yeah, I mean, I have the luxury of, of having uh, 10 vets. Um, but the one that I really like, uh, become close with is, is Rondo. Um, constantly asking him questions, picking his brain, um, and really just trying to build a build a good relationship with him. Uh, he's one of the, the best basketball IQ guys that's, that's ever played the game. So um, really just, like I said, picking his brain and, and learning from him because uh, he sees the game in such a different aspect than everybody else. Um, he's really, really smart in that aspect. So that would be the, the one I would say that uh, I talk to the most. But, I mean, I have the luxury of, I mean, I ask Brown stuff, Melo, everybody. I mean, even Dwight. Uh, I mean, I pick everybody's brain. 
it's long been a tradition for rookies on a team to have some extra responsibilities, whether it was carrying the veterans bags to running to picking up donuts before flights. And they, we've heard the stories over the years. Is any of that going on now? Do you have any extra responsibilities as the rookie on the team? Oh yeah, I do it all. Uh, I've, I've picked up donuts. I've, uh, I mean, I got to get cards, like playing cards, um, for every for every plane trip, every road trip. Um, just all the little stuff, uh, like deodorant, uh, body washes, things like that. Uh, whatever money anybody needs, to be honest, you can carry some bags every now and then. Uh, I carry the White Howard speaker around. It's actually sitting over there right now, um, but. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just do what they tell me to do. I mean, I'm in a, a unique situation uh, with all these guys, so I really, when I, they tell me to do something, I'm not going to complain. I'm going to just do it with a smile on my face. You know what? I have a feeling I know the answer to this question already because you've said a few times here that you you do whatever the team needs you to do, but given the way your minutes have gone, the way your role has gone, it feels like you're not far away from a starting spot at some point. Is that something that's that's important to you at all? No, it's it's not important at all. Um, I mean, it would be cool. Don't get me wrong. I mean, to say that I started the game for the Lakers, if you'd have told me that 15 years ago, I'd have looked at you like you was crazy. But uh, no, I mean, I want I want what's best for the team. If that's me starting, is Malik starting, Taylor, whatever. I mean, I, I really just want what's best for the team and. Um, at the end of the day, I just want to win basketball games. I want to win a championship. Right. Well, Austin, we certainly appreciate you taking the time to come on here and, and talk today. Um, great stuff this season. I know a lot of Lakers fans are firmly in your corner. We're seeing all the HBK and Hillbilly Kobe stuff coming out on social media. Everybody's been really excited about the impact that you've had so far. So best of luck with the rest of the season. And uh, hopefully the Lakers can continue to uh, to get going here. Yes, sir. Appreciate you for having me. All right. Thanks so much.